and hello, you Stay Tuners. How is everybody doing out there? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports, episode number 19. Almost to, almost to 20 there. Uh, that's kind of obvious since it comes after tw- uh, 19. Uh, how's, how's everybody's week uh, doing? I always say that. How's everybody's week going so far? Uh, mine's going decent. I've been sick the past week or so. Um, I think I started getting sick last Thursday, actually. But Friday started hitting me. But uh, a good week for myself. Um, even though I was sick, took the oldest one down last Saturday to uh, Pittsburgh Penguins preseason game. Um, first time for both of us t- to be at a NHL arena. It's our second ever NHL game. But it, it was definitely fun. Um, he was excited. It was funny watching him. Uh, do play uh, play by play while the game's going on. Um, definitely lost his, sh- his shit when uh, they announced Sidney Crosby out as the you know starting lineup. We had a lot of uh, Wilkesbury players uh, up there playing, so he he knew a lot of those players since we live in the the Wilkesbury Scranton area, which is where the Baby Pens are uh, placed at. So we got tickets to them too, uh, season tickets. So we get to see a lot of the the young guys, the rookies coming up and, you know, get to follow them uh, in the NHL, t- you know, now. Um, also been playing a lot of NHL 19. I don't know if any of you guys out there have it. Kind of curious to see how you guys feel about it. I mean, I, I love it. I think it's a lot better than last year's uh, game. Um, I play a lot of club stuff, but... I like the the three on three arcade. I'm, I'm glad that they added that to the online, you know, the online stuff to improve your players too. The the one v versus one v versus one v. That I mean, that's tough. I, I played it a couple times. I think I pro- probably played about ten or fifteen times, and only won two games out of all of them. And one was because a player either. Wasn't watching what he was doing. Oops, excuse me. Wasn't watching what he was doing, or his his player just froze. So I just kept skating around and scoring goals. But uh, then uh, Saturday, you know, like I said, I was down in Pittsburgh, so I couldn't watch the Notre Dame game. Uh, King was giving me some uh, updates on there, and it sounded like you know we we finally have our quarterback. We we, we started book the the kid I've been asking for for a couple weeks. And we finally got a blowout win. Um, the, the stat line that King showed me, I mean, it was very impressive. It, I don't think they named a starting quarterback for this coming weekend yet, but, I mean, 400-some yards passing and a couple touchdowns. I mean, how, how can you go back from that? I mean, you can't go back to Wimbush after a, a performance like that. But since we're talking about uh, college football, actually, before we get into college football let me give out the twitter handles for the show and me and king so you can follow me at jimbo st sports you can follow king at king of skunk duck and also you can follow the 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 show at st sports podcast so any comments or any any type of stories that you come across that maybe being king don't come across and you want us to talk about it or mention it just throw it up on the, the twitter accounts you can follow us on, on Facebook as well. Uh, you can hear us on iTunes and Google Play, 
TuneIn, Spotify. Um, I'm sure there's a couple more out there that I'm forgetting, but... So, kind of going back to when I started talking about college football with, uh, you know, Notre Dame with the, the blowout win, 56-27 against Wake Forest. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch any of it, but from what it sounds like, it sounded like we finally broke out and big, big game this weekend coming up for, for us as well. I mean, we got Stanford, who's number seven. It's probably, it's definitely the first ranked team that we're playing this year. So, I'm sorry, no, it's second. That's right, we have Michigan week one. So I'm curious to see what team shows up. Does the team that Boise State and Vanderbilt played show up? Or does the team that played Michigan and uh, Wake Forest last week show up? I hope that the team that Michigan and Wake Forest played shows up. I, I, I hope that if we pull out a win here, depending on how big or how little it is, we could break the top five and then, uh, you know, go from there. But, I mean, as far as a whole, uh, when it comes to college, it looks like we're finally starting to get to some meaningful games. Um, you know, like I said, we have Notre Dame versus Stanford, so you got seven and eight playing there. Um, you have Penn State against Ohio State. But that definitely has some playoff implications already, only, what, four weeks in? So, I mean, if Penn State wins, I mean, Penn State's at number nine right now. That could really, really jump them up, possibly even the top five. I don't think it'll drop Ohio State too low. Uh, I think they'll stay in the top ten. So they'd still be close enough that... uh if they, they lose that, they, they still have a chance to climb back up in there. I know King is not a big Penn State fan because of the whole, um, you know, Sandusky thing that happened a few years back. But I, me personally, I think I have to go with Penn State. I think I have to root for Penn State. Just because, obviously, it will help Notre Dame yeah, if, if we pull out the win against uh, Stanford and I know it's only the fourth you know fourth week of the season and there's still plenty of football to go so anything could happen but it's always nice to be in that top four and then just win out and not give the voters a chance to uh, kick you out of the top four um, but then you, you know you also have as far as top 25 teams you have BYU who's at 20 playing Washington that's, I mean, that could be a good game. I mean, Washington, they, they barely beat Arizona State 27-20. And BYU always plays good. Um, you know, I, I might be, I, I might turn in, you know, tune into that one there to see how that one's going. Uh, then we also have Texas Tech against West Virginia. West Virginia was... Uh, played Kansas State last week and destroyed them. That one, I, I think West Virginia will pull that one out. Um, so let's see some other games here. You got Oregon, who lost to Stanford, and that that I didn't watch that game, 
reading some of the situations that happened, they deserve to lose that game. There was a lot of bonehead plays. They had Stanford, you know, on the ropes and just let them back in to, to win it. And they, they ended up uh, losing that game 38-31. But they, they're still... Um, number no, they're still number 19. Uh, but they're playing California, who's at 24. And you got two uh, two very big passing offenses. So I mean, I would love to know what the the over under for that game is going to be. So that's pretty much it as far as uh, top 25 teams that will be playing. What games are you guys? interested in whether it's the top 25 ranked teams or you know any unranked teams you know what 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 games are you guys looking forward to shoot me a a message over on twitter and curious to see what what games you guys are into and you know maybe i'll start following them and give you my opinions about about their team as well speaking of opinions I gotta give my opinion about uh, one of my other Philadelphia sports teams. The Philadelphia Flyers. So, just the other day, uh, I think it was two days ago, maybe it was three, for the first time since I think it was 1976, the Flyers have introduced a new mascot. I like the name. Name's Gritty. Not so much what he looks like. There, there's been so many jokes. He's, he looks like a cracked out animal from the Muppets. Uh, another meme I saw was the evolution of Jacob Vorchek. Uh, I mean, he just, he looks scary. I mean, if these mascots are supposed to be for kids, I don't know how little kids are going to like this thing. It's a seven-foot, huge, hairy orange with googly eyes skating around. And uh, definitely a lot of uh, reactions to uh, to it as the Flyers unveiled them. And I, I know myself, when I saw it, I was... I, I'd rather not have a mascot. I know a lot of the hardcore hockey fans feel that um, hockey shouldn't have any mascots period and even King uh, I believe put it on Twitter he even, you know, he even agreed the same thing that mascots shouldn't be in hockey and this and that the other thing and you know what here's my only thing I gotta say about that statement is Hockey, to me, like when I started getting into it a couple years ago to follow it, you could see it starting to be a, a more of a, a family event type situation than just two buddies going to a game, drinking, having some hot dogs or, or whatnot. And if you're going to make it a family event with little kids, they get bored during the game. They're not going to watch the game. They're going to you know, start fidgeting around and stuff like that. So if you have a mascot there, then you know keep them occupied, keep them happy, and interested in, in you know in the game. 
So you don't want to make them, like I said earlier, scary. You know, you look at Iceberg from Pittsburgh or uh, NJ Devil from the Devils. They don't look scary. You know, Iceberg is a fluffy little, well, he's big, but penguin. Yes, you know, NJ is a devil, but you don't look like, you know, a scary devil that you would see on the show The Preacher or something like that. And then the Flyers skate out this thing. Like, what in God's name? Where, where, where did this idea come from? Who went to the board and said, Hey, I think this would look like a cool mascot to have. Like, we're, you know, the Flyers organization is trying to bring the team back and, and not make them the laughing stock anymore. Hextall is finally doing some good things with the players, bringing up some, you know, good prospects, building up the farm system, and then you go do that. It's like we, we took two steps ahead, and now we took a step back of making our organization not the laughing stock of the NHL. I'm surprised that they unveiled him at the preseason game uh, I think it was last night and I'm surprised no one threw anything at them I mean th this is the same city that we threw snowballs at Santa Claus uh, batteries at JD Drew I, I think his name was you know it's I, I don't know why they approved of, of what this thing looks like the only thing I could think of is Jory, uh, our, our center, Jory Loretta, or Laterra, sorry. Must have been involved. So leading leading into this, this story with uh, Jory, Jory uh, Laterra came out a couple days ago. I think yesterday maybe it was even, about... Uh, a cocaine raid over the summer at one of his summer houses. Uh, this article I have up here right now is uh, from ESPN. It says, after a report came out of Finland, said that Philadelphia Flyers forward for Jory Laterra was questioned by police regarding a suspected drug ring. The NHL said that it will be investigated the situation. Uh, league deputy commissioner offered a statement to the Carrier Post that added that the NHL will have no further comment pending the completion of that process. Now, uh, also in this article, it says uh, the Finnish news service MTV posted a story saying that seven people are in custody accused of being part of a group distributing two kilos of cocaine in southern Finland. According to the report, police raided a cottage owned by Laterra, but he was not there and has not been charged. He's also denied uh, being involved as well. Um, the other part of that story I saw, they also uh, seized 750 grand as far as uh, cash. Now. I know the big joke that you know a lot of the hockey players love their coke, but I mean if this guy, you know this this Laterra, 
saw Gritty, I, I think I'd be doing the same thing he did. But on the serious side, though, I mean, these players, you know, all the time, every week it sounds like we, we see this through across, across all the sports. They're always getting in trouble for this type of stuff. I, you know, I understand, you know, you want to go and relieve some stress or, you know, get away from the game or whatnot. But what the hell do you need two kilos of Coke for? And why do you have 750 grand in cash sitting around at your summer home? I mean, don't you have like a bank card or, you know, keep a hundred bucks in cash on you or something like that and just charge everything? But... Sure enough, you know, they're investigating this, and I am curious to see what uh, what the Flyers do about it. Um, you know, in the NFL, something like this, it may take a couple days, and they may release them. Now, with hockey, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure how this can go down because it, uh, he's in his last uh, year of his contract, and it's a 4.7 million dollar cap hit. Now, do the Flyers ride this out and hope that uh, the investigation lasts longer than the season and he becomes free agent and no harm, no foul towards the Flyers uh, cap? You know, we'll have to see. But uh, once again, another player making a bad decision and could cost him a lot cost him his career possibly so we'll see what happens there but moving on to some NFL talk first and foremost I want to send a big 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 congratulations to the Cleveland Brown fans and the Cleveland Browns they have finally won a game Last Thursday, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure actually I, I call this one too. Last Thursday, the Browns beat the Jets 21-17. All because of Baker Mayfield. Now a lot of people are saying um, the Browns could be 3-0 and if, if they started Baker Mayfield week one because you know he had an outstanding preseason. And I'm one of those people that do believe a rookie quarterback will learn a lot more by sitting and taking it all in instead of just throwing them to the fire. Now, yes, I understand. My team, Carson Wentz, they threw him to the fire, and he panned out. But you go back to, uh, what was it, the 99 draft with McNabb and Tim Couch and Culpepper. The Browns themselves threw Couch out to the fire. And literally, he got set on fire. I mean, where is he now? Nowhere. McNabb, he sat behind Doug Peterson. Went on to have a a good career. Um, Not sure if it's going to be a Hall of Fame career, but I'm hoping he is. Because, like I said, last week or the week before, he was um, announced as one of the candidates to be inducted. Uh, Ryan Leaf is another one, but also again on the flip side, Peyton Manning. Uh, he he turned out, I guess, okay. <laughs> uh, 
So, I mean, I guess it's more of a preference. And that's why you have scouts. The scouts are the ones that could see who is enough already and who needs to sit a little bit. But Baker Mayfield, you know, he came in, he won the game, and he won the, sh- the, the shot at starting. So he's starting this week. Uh, so other other than the Browns-Jets game, there was actually some good good finishes. Uh, yeah, the Saints winning in overtime with uh, Drew Brees' uh, one-yard uh, run with his nice little spin and Rooney. That was, that was painful to watch, but hey, it, it worked. Raiders once again lost, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of drama there, starting to build with uh, John Gruden supposedly the way he's running things, uh, causing some divide up in the the front the front office. But when you sign a coach for 10 years for how much they signed him for, you know the ownership's gonna back him no matter what. So I mean, uh, the GM there should have saw the. The writing on the wall of that coming. The surprise of the week was, to me, was uh, the Bills game. I mean, just manhandled the Vikings. 20, uh, 27-6, I think it was. I mean, the whole game. I mean, I have Kirk Cousins on my fantasy team. And at one point, I thought he, I thought Kirk Cousins was hurt. Because he was stuck on negative six points for like three quarters. And... I loaded the game to see what's going on, and that defense just just uh, bottled up the offense, uh, the Vikings' offense. But you know the Bills won. My Philadelphia Eagles. It was Carson Wentz's uh, first game back. First drive, it looked like they were picking up right where they left off back, you know, last year. Um, and then they they kind of they kind of stalled a little bit. And I, I wasn't with my dad watching it. I stayed home to, to watch it. And the first drive, they were doing a lot of tempo, uh, no huddle, just keeping it moving. And then they backed off, and they kind of got stagnant. And you know, I kind of wish they they would have went back to that sooner, because then I think it was like halfway through the third, uh, they 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 ended up going back to it, uh, the, the hurry up style offense, and they moved the ball right down. Uh, my boy Josh Adams, first uh, pro game, played very well. I was, I was happy to get to see him. He had some nice, nice runs. You know, 10, 12, 15 yard runs. Uh, he played because Ajayi was out, and this, this is what's hurting us early on in the season is all these injuries. Uh, we had Ajayi out. Darren Sproles was hurt again. Uh, I think Jason Peters was back in, but the week before he was out. Alshon Jeffries, who just got cleared for contact this past week, he was out. You know, so uh, I'm hoping these pieces come back soon, uh, just so they can get their chemistry down and get ready for the playoffs. And I know I understand still, you know, week week four is coming up, but. Nothing wrong with, with thinking about the, the playoffs this early. Playoffs? A little, a little Jim Mora. But uh, as far as... Uh, and then, oh, the Giants, too. Uh, all you Giants fans, I, you guys have me cracking up with all the Eric Flower memes. i I never seen a fan base, other than the Eagles with the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl win, 
I've never seen a fan base so happy and just showing it on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. When the Giants announced that they were benching Eric Flowers and starting, uh, I think it was a second year uh, pro, all the memes that were coming out, even even King himself, uh, he had some some good memes. But uh, and it, it worked. I mean, the Giants finally won. Uh, helped the the offense with a. Uh, Shaquan Bar Barkley, he had a good game. Beckham, I don't think he had any touchdowns because again, I, I had him on my fantasy team as well. But he had, I think, close to 100 yards receiving. I don't think Eli Manning made his uh, his scrunchy face or whatever that face he always makes when he's confused. So, and then we had Dallas, who uh, just got manhandled by Seattle. So. Seems like the, the planets are aligning back to normal where they're supposed to be with you know Dallas Dallas and Washington uh, being terrible and this division being a Giants Eagles division and once again testing me and King's uh, friendship to see how far it will go. Can't wait till those games come up. And I think it's a couple of weeks, but as far as uh, Week four, uh, the week four games. So I'm recording right now. It's uh, Thursday. So we have the Thursday night game tonight. It's the Vikings against the Rams. For this one, I I'm gonna go with the with the Vikings. I, I think they're gonna come back a little pissed off. The Rams are starting to. Uh, get hurt on defense. They had uh, a uh, keep to lead. I think it put on the IR uh, designated for return. Uh, their safety, I think he plays, uh, Marcus Peters, he's banged up. You know, they're, they're starting to get banged up on defense, and that defense is tough. So, with the Vikings you know, and Kirk Cousins, I, I think they might be able to pull off some... Uh, some points out there because of the injuries and this possibly could be a high scoring game just because of both offenses uh, putting up a lot of points and, and, and yards so I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go with the Vikings I'm gonna go with uh, let's go 28-24 I, I still think it's gonna be a close game though my upset of the week that I'm gonna go with is the Dolphins versus the Patriots now, I'm basing this off of the uh, the Vegas line. So the Dolphins are three and zero. The Patriots are one and two. Vegas has the Patriots getting six and a half. I think there's a lot of issues with the Patriots going on right now, and maybe you know it's Father Time finally catching up to the way Bill Belichick coaches and Tom Brady getting up there in age. And I don't, even Josh Gordon plays, I don't think he's enough to save this this team. You know, he's not a, he's not a game changer. He's not a Randy Moss. He's not a Jerry Rice. He's, he's a good receiver. I'm, you know, I'm not bashing him, but I just don't think he possesses that capability to put the team on his back. Uh, 
So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins with the upset. I'm gonna go with 17, 17-10 uh, Dolphins. But you know, it still could be a a good game. So we'll have to see about that game. Um, my lock of the week. I'm gonna pick uh, between the Packers and the Bills. You gotta go with the Packers. Um, yeah, the Bills blew out the Vikings last week. Was it luck? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Was it because Vontae Davis gave up on them, so the team has a little more, uh, more, more of a chip on the shoulder because now they're a joke of the of the the league. Who knows? But they they got a young quarterback starting. And going up against Aaron Rodgers. You, you gotta go with Aaron Rodgers on, until he, he's like Tom Brady and the Patriots. Minus this year. You know, you always have to go with them. They always produced. You know, so I'll, I'll go with the Packers over the Bills with a blowout. Uh, I'm gonna say 27 10 Packers. And as far as, I'll pick one more. As far as my Eagles against Tennessee, I'm hoping Philly wins. Uh, if Jeffrey's, if Alshon Jeffrey gets cleared, well, he did get cleared, but if he plays this week, I can't see how Tennessee's going to be able to beat them. Um, our defense, the passing defense got to play a lot better. Our run defense is right there. I don't think Tennessee has enough weapons to keep up with our offense. So I'm, I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go 30 to 18. What games are you guys looking forward to as far as the NFL this week? Or even college, like I said before. Shoot us a message over on Twitter or Facebook if you want to follow us there. And, you know, let us know. Let us know what games you're looking forward to or what scores you think is going to happen. Or if you agree or disagree with my picks. But uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, you can follow me at Jimbo ST Sports. You can follow King at King of Skunk Duck. Head over there, check out some of his shirts. He's got some awesome shirts out there. And then you can follow the show on Twitter at ST Sports Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, um, Spotify. You can go over to the Podbean app and use that. Um, trying to remember some of the other ones. But those are the, the main ones that I guess pretty much everybody uses, I guess. Um, but that will do it for me this week. This is your good friend Jimbo signing out. See you guys next week.